we had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. We know that the people who are dying from this from this uh, disease. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. You've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. Bruce, how are you today? It's good to see you. Good to see you. Healthy alive. Still tired, but that's uh, I mean, happens, right? It does. Yeah, it does. You know, I um, I I was actually sitting around today, and I was thinking maybe we should have a little discussion today that's kind of off off what we would normally talk about. But I, I don't I don't want to dig into all of the uh, the latest headlines with with COVID and everything else. I mean, we did that kind of did that yesterday, but we were talking a little bit off of the beaten path, if you will. We were discussing what was going on with Kazakhstan and. You know, you don't want to be too repetitive. And I feel as though we've been kind of repetitive recently. I mean, we're going over the same crap every day. It's just a little bit of twists and turns here and there. That's really about all that it is. And the agenda seems to be held together with spit and string and hopes and dreams at this point. So what more is there to uh, to really discuss about it? But in the past, we've discussed a deeper meaning behind it, uh, behind the whole um, well, I don't even know if you really want to call it a pandemic, but just like the, the, the COVID stuff in general, there, there's a deeper meaning behind it. And we said well over a year ago that everything that we were seeing emerge as far as the agenda of social distancing, masking, pulling people out of the workforce, you know, essential, not essential, that kind of stuff, shaming people and shutting people out of businesses, everything that goes along with it. As we continued to watch it, we were pointing out, wait a minute, all of this has the telltale signs of of being a cult. And the more I thought about it, I thought, you know what, we, we did a couple of podcasts on it back then. We talked about the psychological trauma of public health, which is a great podcast. If you haven't listened to that, go back and give that a listen. It's in our archives. Uh, just search for it in whatever platform you listen to us on. It'll pop up. Give that a listen. And we also did, uh, there was another one. I, I can't I can't remember what the name of it was right off the top of my head, but it was, okay, psychological trauma of public health and then uh, I don't, whatever it was. The other one was literally right after it, I think. But in there, we talked about Albert Biederman's chart of coercion. Do you remember that? So we looked at his report from Amnesty International. We looked at his report on torture, psychological and physical torture, what it means. And we were comparing that to what's happening with the COVID narrative now. So again, very good, uh, very good information in both of those podcasts. But we decided that we were going to kind of take a little bit of a of a break from the normal day headlines. And, and we're going to go over today what this means in the larger scheme of a cultic type movement. And we already know that the people that are at the top of this thing, as in like the Klaus Schwab's, I mean, the guy walks around dressed in a, it looks like a, it's like a Romulan outfit or something from Star Trek. He, he walks around in this thing and, and does whatever it is that he does. I'm, I'm not quite sure what it is that he does, but there is that, there is that side of things. When, when you start to get to a totalitarian form of any type of, um, where the state is in charge, I, I, for lack of a better term at the moment, then there's always some type of an occultic movement behind it. Same thing happened in Nazi Germany. Same thing happens that has happened in communist China. It, there's always an occultic movement that is pure evil that is behind it. You can't say anything different about this one because this one, this one is now manifesting itself. This is the first time, at least that I'm aware of, where you have the state sanctioning things and it's manifesting itself into the public. Normally, this type of behavior would only be conducted behind the scenes. But now it's on a mass scale because people have been, I guess, psychologically shocked. They've been susceptible while being placed in a state of cognitive dissonance through the psychological form of shock, which was the initial thing of COVID, having your life disrupted and upended and turned over. Well, you've been shocked. Things are not the same. You're a confused mess. You're looking for a solution. You have a monopolization of perception. All of your other viewpoints that you would normally look at, they've all been shut off. They've all been turned off. You've been taken out of your normal day-to-day -day life. So you've been isolated, in a sense. And your perception has been monopolized. They thought that they could take everybody out of the workforce, put you into a system that they control, a monolithic system that they control, 
the virtual meetings, the um, the media, social media, that kind of stuff, all onto the platforms that they control. And anybody that had any kind of dissenting voice was shut off. You couldn't hear it anymore. As we've moved forward with it, it's been a perpetual doubling down from the establishment, hasn't it? That's what it's been. It's been, well, you did this, but that's not good enough. Well, what does a cult always demand? As we stated well over a year ago, they always demand more. Always. That's why we were a crazy tinfoil hat wearing kook when we said, if you take the first jab, there will be a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and so on and so forth, because a cult always demands more. So let's go over a checklist, if you will. And, and we're going to go over a lot of things today when it comes to when it comes to the, the the cult of COVID. Okay, that's what we're actually going to call this. That's good. I just I literally just thought of that. The cult of COVID. Let's go over. And this this part has nothing to do with COVID. Uh, at least this list of cult characteristics. Okay, so I'm going to go over the list here of cult characteristics, and I'm just simply asking questions. That's all we're doing today. We're asking questions. Are you seeing these things? Have you noticed these things? Do you know people in your own family? Do you know your close friends, co-workers, whatever, whoever you have around you in your circles? Are you seeing any of this behavior? So I'm going to go over the list of cult characteristics first, and then we're going to compare that to what we see in the COVID agenda. We'll go down that list of things that we see there. And we're going to go and this is going to be kind of a refresher of, of everything that uh, that we've done in the past. Now, I want to go over some some terms here before I get to this checklist. I want to go over some terms here that we covered in previous podcasts over a year ago. Bruce, I need you to pull three definitions for me. And I had you do this last time, too. I remember now that I now that I think on it. I need you to pull up these three words. You need to pull up first and foremost. Let's look up debility. What is debility, please? Physical weakness, especially as a result of illness. Physical weakness, especially as a result of illness. Do you know a lot of people that are coming down with, oh, I don't know, COVID recently that have been jabbed? Physical weakness. They're physically making you weaker. Your gyms have been closed because you won't do what you're told. You're physically becoming weaker. You've been cut off from normal activities that you would do on any given time or day, such as being outside or... I, I don't know, uh, going to places, doing other extraneous activities that you otherwise probably wouldn't do now because, well, you've been taken out of the world. You know, you've been turned into persona non grata if you're not a jabbed person. They've got you both ways. If you're unjabbed, they're making you physically weaker. If you're jabbed, they're, well, they're literally making you physically weaker in that sense too. So debility. Do we have debility right now? Are we facing debility as a society? Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next term, dependency. I think this one kind of goes without saying, but let's get the textbook definition for it. The state of relying on or being controlled by someone or something else. The state of relying on or being controlled by something or, or someone or something else. Okay. Well, like I said, this one kind of goes without saying. The state of being relied on. Well, let me see. We're not working, so we're relying on the government to pay for us. We have dependency in that regard. We're relying on someone else, as in, in this sense, jabs, right? Do your part. Think of more than just yourself. Think of grandma. Think of your neighbor. Think of your family. So you're relying on someone else. Yeah, so you they have you on that front too. Something else. Again, you can equate that to jabs or insert whatever you need here to gain that particular leverage over somebody. So again, I think all bases are covered on dependency just in its most basic form. Would you agree? I, I would, and I would actually go a step further Please. and say not only are we relying on those but we're also being controlled by the quote unquote experts like Fauci, Burks, you know, those types. Mm -hmm. And they're telling us we can't go back to work. Uh, and if you want to broaden it, and, yeah. yeah, if you want to broaden it and add other country uh, prime ministers, presidents, you know, all those kind of things. We have a slew of our quote unquote elite uh, controlling us and saying, you can't exercise, you can't go out and, uh, you know, see a movie or, or visit your friends or, uh, exercise. You can only exercise during certain times of the day for certain amounts of time. You know, those, those kind of things. Uh, you can't work. Um, or if you do work, you have to get a, jo uh, a jab or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, I would say we're being 
controlled by those people as well as Great relying points. on. Great points. Okay. So we are we are covered from your uh, your expansion to that point. We are covered in all areas of dependency. Okay. The last term here, dread. Would you look up the textbook definition of dread, please? Anticipate with great apprehension or fear. That's the verb. The noun of it is great fear or apprehension. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Have we seen nothing but a steady diet of fear through this entire thing? Oh my God, you're going to die. Everyone's going to die. Everybody that you know is is not going to make it. You're going to have to all get vaccinated. The whole point of this was panicking you into taking a life-saving vaccine. That was the whole point of it. Dread, right? Do your part or you're going to kill everybody that you know. And the whole idea of asymptomatic spread, you're going to kill somebody even if you don't know you're going to kill somebody. And it's going to be your fault because you're not doing what you're told. It's dread, right? You're dreading what could possibly come out of that. Yeah. And to go off of uh, the previous definition a little bit and add to with with dread, um, we have the elite telling us we can't have uh, friends or family over uh, to fear that they're unvaccinated or, you know, those kind of things. It's just loaded with fear porn all over the place. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, mainstream media for the longest time had the death ticker for COVID. And then it went to the COVID case numbers. And it's just fear is all they're pushing with this. Mm -hmm. That's indeed what it is. So we have debility, dependency, and dread all covered. Every last one of those things are covered. With all three of those being covered, we now meet the beginning criteria to be psychologically manipulated. So if you have all three of those things, they have the prerequisites, if you will, to start an indoctrination process. Indoctrination to what? Well, let's take a look. Again, this is a checklist of, quote, cult characteristics. Now, we're going to go through these points, but then when we're finished with that, we're going to discuss the COVID agenda. And we're going to weave it into it. And we're going to get really detailed with it as well. Let's start with this. First and foremost, a cult is focused around a group movement. You can't have a cult with one person or hell, two people or, or hell, even three people. You've got to have a group of people, a large group of people. Yeah, you can start with three or whatever. And you can recruit more or whatever. But if you can get as many people on board with that in the beginning, the better. Of course, what happens when you start losing members? Well, (laughs) I think we all know what happens at that point. You're turning into passing out the Kool-Aid at the Jim Jones compound. But we're not there yet. Number one, the group is focused on a living leader to whom members seem to display excessively zealous, unquestioning commitment. I could classify Dr. Anthony Fauci into that, couldn't you? In the beginning, he was promoted as a leader, as as a single leader. Oh, they had Fauci candles. They had Fauci t-shirts. They had Fauci donuts. Hell, I think you get Fauci refrigerators. They had glazed plates that you could get of the guy. He was on the cover of GQ magazine as the sexiest man alive. He was Time magazine's person of the year and everything that they could possibly do. He was on every network every day. Hell, he's still on every network every day. He's never met a TV camera he did not love. Do you have a different person you could classify that as? Um, I cannot think of one offhand. I think Fauci fits the bill perfectly because mm-hmm. if you say anything that Fauci said, the the only the only group of people I would say that don't adhere to this, if you will, are the tech oligarchs. Because if you quote something that Fauci said uh, two years ago, it is considered well promoting vaccine hesitancy. But that's uh, well, you know that that fits in with the whole vaccine and then the, the group think and so on and so forth. It, you know, obviously we'll, we'll get into that, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I can't think of anything, anyone else. He's been promoted by the mainstream media. He's been promoted by the social media companies. Hell, Mark Zuckerberg in the private emails, he says, look, Tony, we're looking to do a, a private Q&A and we want you to sit down and do it with us. And we want to promote what your message is to our users, because we think that science and data and evidence is coming from you. Do you remember that? In the private emails between him and Zuckerberg? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, he's the the chief White House medical advisor and uh, all the rest of it. Yeah, anyway. Moving right along. Number two, the group is preoccupied with bringing in new members. Don't you want to get the jab? Don't you want to get on board with everybody else? You remember Facebook ran the campaign about the banners around the uh, the thing? You know, get around your, oh, we, we promise you, they look great. They're too worried about image and bringing in new people that you can display to everybody else that you are a member of the group. You've already had COVID. 
uh, that's all right. Uh, come come on in, get your shot anyway. Um, right. They they were doing the raffles. They were doing the free stuff. They were they were lotteries, trying... free beer, free cheesecake, free burgers, free fries. You name it. Free guns, hunting licenses, savings bonds, bratwurst. <laughs> they're, they're doing bratwurst and beer all, here, pizza, all kinds of stuff. They they they've tried. Does um well we'll 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 leave it at that and then continue no we're we're probably going to run over today so please go go on it's, it's no, okay no, today's I, one of it, those acceptable days to run over because we're going to cover a lot of information today it, it's not a matter of running over it's that we'll get into it in in coming oh like okay the coming i got you. points i got you yeah, yeah okay, I don't keep, bleed as, over. as marty says keep the powder dry and yeah, keep the powder dry yeah. i don't know if that's it i don't know if that's a jab at you and i because we're americans or something and there was some kind of a, a mix-up between us and the british empire back in the day something like that i don't know something because we had cannons and yeah i don't know i i would i would argue that it's and probably muskets. a navy term could be uh yeah. I, I you see where my mind is you know it's yeah, anyway we're, well it doesn't yeah. matter we're all dear friends now right <laughs> yeah number three the group is preoccupied with making money um pharma companies look at their profits they were making what fifty thousand dollars a second or something like that they made uh if i if i remember the numbers properly they were making about uh a billion dollars uh per vaccine before this right so they would they would make the vaccine and do all of that and they would make maybe a billion dollars on a vaccine. They've made thirty three billion in like what was it like six months less than um, uh, with these vaccines. And um, don't you worry, Bruce, they've got a new one coming out in 45 days. Oh, yes, you've got a new jab coming in 45 days, specifically targeted yeah. at the Omicron variant, which is irrelevant. But anyway, OK, number four. Version 1.1, he said. Version 1. Is that what he said? Borla? Is that, is that, that what he that's said? That's what he said. Yeah, he said version oh, 1.1, if you will. OK, all yeah. right. Which is that, that's telling 1.1. That means that's the second that, that that's the first update to it. So it's the second vaccine, which means I'm you've just, been taking the same vaccine the entire time. But I'm just curious who who's the and this could be nothing, but it's just my mind working. If he said that, OK, who's the biggest investor that we all know of in vaccine production, research, anything involving vaccines? Who's the biggest investor and philanthropist in the world when it comes to that? Okay, well, if you would have left it at biggest investor, I would say the U.S. government. But since you also added I'm talking philanthropist, yeah, philanthropist, yeah, philanthropist, um, then Bill Gates, obviously. Bill Gates, gee, it runs my mind. He created something else. Um, what was it? Uh, I want to say it was something about some kind of software. So some kind of software, so some kind of uh, operating system is, uh, I think, was it Microsoft? Was it Microsoft Windows? Is that's the operating system you created? You know, it's funny. They're treating a vaccine rollout, which Pfizer is a company he has heavy, or heavy investments in. They're treating a vaccine rollout as the same way they would treat a software update to an operating system, aren't they? Oh, this is one. This is version 1.1. Then what's the next one? What's the next one? What's the next one? What's the next one? Uh-huh. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, I would use the analogy of software updates as well, just because we're so inundated with uh, technology. Everyone in the in the first world understands uh, the terminologies when it comes to, you know, version one, version two, all of that. So I, I think it's more of a um, it's just it, it's language with the times, I, I think, if you will. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Number four, questioning doubt and dissent are discouraged or even punished. Do we need to cover anything on this one? Because <laughs> I think everybody knows at this point, right? If they're listening to us, everybody knows that all of these things have been met. Every single one of those criteria have been met. If you say yeah. anything, yeah. if you say anything that's even remotely against the agenda, and that means if the agenda even changes, if you say something against the agenda that was accepted a year ago, well, that's not against the current agenda, or excuse me, that's not going with the current agenda, so uh, that's not acceptable. You're canceled, you're you're ostracized, you're called an anti-vaxxer, a conspiracy theorist, a tinfoil hat wearer, and, and you're shut up and taken down, and you're persona non grata. Even if your credentials say you are the most qualified person to talk about this topic, even though you have the greatest, you were the guy that created the technology, doesn't matter, you're still going to get, get uh, punished for questioning. Number five, mind numbing techniques such as, well, and these are a little different, but uh, such as meditation, 
chanting, speaking in tongues, denunciation sessions, debilitating work routines are used to suppress doubts about the group and its leaders. With a look on your face, you look like you might have examples you can throw into this one. Yeah, uh, safe and effective. It's safe, safe and, effective. and effective. Yes, that's been uh, that, that, that's a good example. Now, now the CEO of, of Pfizer has said that. Uh, well, uh, we we know that the first two really don't do anything. We know that the third one is now safe and effective. So forget what you did before and do what we're telling you now. That's yeah. What uh, what number are we on? Number six. The leadership dictates sometimes in great detail how members should think, act, and feel. For example. Members must get permissions from the leaders to date, change jobs, get married, and leaders may prescribe what types of clothes to wear, where to live, how to discipline children, and so forth. Boy, oh boy. Uh, where do we start with that one? Um, let me see. How to think. Uh, that kind of goes without saying. How to act. Oh, God, no. Don't get around anybody. No, don't, don't get around anybody. Wear masks and, and socially distance and, and just just stay away from people. Don't don't talk to people. Don't look at your neighbors. Right. Don't, don't don't do anything. Don't have people over. Wave to your neighbors. Don't invite them over. No. How to feel. You, you really don't want to talk to them, do you? I mean, they're not vaccinated. They're, they're not doing their part. So you, you really don't want to talk to them. Don't be you afraid. feel better? Yeah, be afraid. Don't you feel better about what you're doing? And as you said, be afraid. Get permission yeah. to date. Tinder. You're morally superior as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll throw that one in. If you're oh, yes, vaccinated, yes. you're morally superior. Right. Right. Yeah. You're, you're, you have a higher intellectual prowess. Of course, you don't want to get around those people that can't think, you know, you, you don't, those anti-vaxxers, you don't want to be around them. No. Members must get permission from leaders uh, to date. Tinder. Hello. Tinder. Yeah. They're, they're putting. Fauci. They're, yeah. He's given dating advice. And what, what yeah. was it? The, 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 what's his, what's his name? The HHS secretary. He said with Fauci and Walensky on the, on the, uh, the, the call from the white house, he said, well, if we all get vaccinated, we're more attractive, aren't we? We had, uh, what was it, New Zealand, the prime minister down there was saying Oh, that yes, the orgies. Tender hookups yeah. are still, yeah. yeah. Even yeah, if everybody's to... positive, that's fine. You can still hook up with Tender. Yeah. That's, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. And of course, now I think with uh, some of these platforms, I don't know for sure because I mean, I'm not on any of them. So I, I've read that some of these platforms, these, these online dating platforms, they're actually starting to include whether or not you have yeah. been vaxxed. Yeah. So it, it, it whether or not it's um, in the in the software itself, like you they're giving you the option. People are putting that in that they've been vaccinated, which vaccine they've done, you know, uh, how many they've had, you know, those kind of things. Are, oh are in the profile. Oh, God. They'll prescribe, uh, let me see, get married, of course. Yeah, can't have weddings, right? Can't have weddings, can't have funerals, and any of that stuff. Leaders may prescribe what types of clothes to wear, masks. Yeah. What kind of mask yeah. you should be wearing. You could throw that one in there. Yeah, that's the type of clothing. I mean, mm -hmm. most of the masks people wear are cloth or paper. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. how to discipline children? Well, I think they're going to do that for you by jabbing your kids and so on and so forth. They're telling us how to if your kid doesn't wear a mask, well, you have to punish them. If you you know, if your kid doesn't get a vaccine, well, your kid is punished by uh, society. Uh, you, you oh, know, yes, they they're another. They can't yeah. do sports. They can't do uh, or even go to school in person in some situations. So they're, they're being punished uh, in, in, you know, different ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Number seven, the group is elitist, claiming a special exalted status for itself, its leader or leaders and members. For example, the leader is considered the messiah or an avatar. The group and or the leader has special permission to, quote, save humanity. Oh, boy. The flaunting, the outright flaunting of the political class and the financial class that are rubbing it in everyone's faces. They're laughing at you. They're having lavish parties without any of these restrictions. They're drinking the finest liquors. What did I say about the bunker mentality? When they're losing, what are they doing? They're partying. They're giving useless, pointless, disgusting awards to each other that mean nothing. What was Glasgow all about? Oh, that was about all that was all about saving the environment. Do you know the amount of trash? And I'm not talking about the people that attended the amount of trash that was created by those fat asses going in there and eating their burgers and their pizzas and, and, and everything else. But they're saving and humanity. How, Remember? They're, yeah, yeah, they're saving humanity. Exactly. With the climate. Yeah. Uh, with the climate thing. They're weaving that one into it, too. Yeah. Or, well, they're saving humanity because of all the vaccines they're doing. Well, that, too. I yes. mean, yeah. But again, they can do the no wrong. The group is elitist. They claim special exalted status for themselves. Totally covered. Yeah, yeah. It's fine for them being vaccinated, as you said, to go and party. 
you know, it's a sophisticated vaccinated group. A sophisticated vaccinated crowd, the type that attended Obama's birthday party. You know, they, they scaled yeah. it back. They were only going to have 500 people and then they had to scale it back. They scaled it back to what was it like 495, I think. Number eight, the group has a polarized us versus them mentality, which causes conflict <laughs> with the wider society. Do I need to really even go into detail on this? I don't think that I do. I, I think that we can all see this at this point. Do you have anything you want to add on that one? Because I think we're all well aware of that at this point. Um, that is, yeah, us versus them, uh, mass versus no mask, vaccinated Vax, versus no vax, yeah. unvaxed. Yeah. And and the, the thing is, is it's not even that you're just unvaxed. It's that you're anti-vax. So oh, yeah. they, they try to us versus them at you're a science denier. You're a you're, you you deny data. You don't look at evidence. That that kind of stuff. What did Yuri Bezmenov say about a demoralized person? They are unwilling to see anything that involves the truth of whatever it is. They will not see it. You could put 100% undeniable truth and information in front of them, and they will not see it. They won't hear it. Number nine, the group's lead. This is almost funny to just sit here and, and go over this. Number nine, the group's leader is not accountable to any authorities, as are, for example, military commanders and ministers, priests, monks, and rabbis of mainstream denominations. The group teaches or implies that it is supposedly exalted ends justify the means that members would have considered unethical before joining the group, for example, collecting money for bogus charities. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I know you want to speak on it. Go on. Uh, the vaccines, vaccinating kids, forcing, mandating vaccines on people uh, and not just a vaccine, an experimental drug. This isn't a vaccine. It's an experimental gene therapy drug and they're forcing it on people. Um, <laughs> that's unethical. I mean, we have laws barring this that the globe agreed to. The entirety of the human race agreed to some of these rules and they're violating them. So, yeah. Um, and a great point on that. And to expand on the uh, uh, the first part of it, the group's leader is not accountable to any authorities. Uh, why is Fauci still walking around? Why is Bill Gates still walking around? Why is Klaus Schwab still walking around? Why are any of these Eight, people still walking around? 800,000 deaths here in America. I mean, it's more than that, but 800,000. 500,000 of those could have been prevented uh, given the proper uh, treatment. Who was in the way of that proper treatment? Fauci, the CDC. The NIAID, yeah. The Department of Defense funding the labs, the tech companies funding the labs, running the interference campaign, the media companies carrying their water, as you pointed out yesterday. Uh, yeah, they are not accountable to any authority. And of course, number 10, the leadership induces guilt feelings in members in order to control them. Members' subservience to the group causes them to cut ties with family and friends and to give up personal goals and activities that were of interest before joining the group. Members are encouraged or required to live and or socialize only with other group members. Vaccines, vaccine passports, mandates. They're forcing that agenda. The leadership induces feelings of guilt in members in order to control them. If you don't get vaxxed, you're not part of the team. You're not part of the group. You can't associate with, with anybody else anymore. You're not allowed to go to that restaurant. You're not allowed to go to that, that cafe. You can't go to that gym. You can't go to that movie theater. You can't go to that cultural center, that museum. You can't associate with anybody else anymore because you're not part of the group. You're not willing to be accepted into the group. Members' subservience to the group cause them to cut ties with family and friends. That's what they do. You shouldn't speak to your family anymore. No, no, you don't want to go over to your family's house on Christmas this year. Not this year, right? Not this year. Of course, it wasn't last year either. And it's not going to be next year or the year after that or year after that. But that's what Fauci was saying. No, not this year. Check people's vaccination status at the door is what he said. And if they can't show it, well, then don't let them in. Be part of the group or you can't be part of the family. Also, you have to sacrifice something uh, for the group, you know, that you wanted to do. Um, look at these sports athletes. They're willfully going in and taking the jabs, sacrificing their careers to be the sacrificial lamb, if you will, to be a sacrifice for the greater good of humanity. That is the 10 point checklist of the prerequisites for joining a cult movement. Those are the cult characteristics. This was put together and this was compiled by defectors of people that got out of cultist movements. They put this stuff together. Now, I'm going to trust their word over, say, oh, I don't know, um, 
a Don Lemon or a Sean Hannity or, or one of these people, right? Pick your favorite mediaite, whoever that is. I, I don't care, right? Pick somebody. But I'm going to trust somebody that's actually been down in the thick of it. And then the points that we compared there, this is just the checklist. Are we meeting all of these criteria? Have we seen all of these criteria take place in society? Is this or is this not a cult? I'm asking the question, do you agree with this? Do you not agree with this? That's up to you. We're just presenting the case here. We're, we're putting all of this uh, into perspective. That's all we're doing. You, as the listener, and anybody else that you're trying to wake up, you have to make this call. You have to decide this for yourself. You can go and look this information up just like we did. Now, let's look at some occultist movements that have taken place. Namely, let's look at Heaven's Gate. Okay, does anybody remember Heaven's Gate? You remember Heaven's Gate? Well, at least you've heard about it. That was in the 90s. You can pull it real quick if you yeah. uh, if, if you like. But the comparison that I saw on this today was the COVID, uh, excuse me, the, co the cult of COVID is being compared to the Heaven's Gate cult, which was somebody was going to come down from behind an asteroid or something. Some aliens were going to come down from behind an asteroid or something and, and uh, transport everybody out to, to a higher level of like transhumanism or whatever. That didn't happen. So what happened? Oh, everybody just killed themselves. It was a mass murder. Everyone took their own lives. The Jim Jones thing, the Jonestown cult, same thing. No one was going to treat you better than Jim Jones. No one was going to look after you better than Jim Jones. What happened? Mass murder. Mass suicide. Hell, most of it, most of it was actually murder. Most of it was forced. I want to go down this. Uh, this is a, this was put together by a columnist named Megan Fox. She put this together on how the comparisons are to COVID and Heaven's Gate. Now, we have gone over the cult checklist. We've put that into perspective. Now, listen to how she puts this, right? Because, again, over a year ago, we were talking about how this has all the telltale signs of a cult. Now, comparing this directly to Heaven's Gate. Now, I didn't have too much knowledge and foresight into what happened with Heaven's Gate. So I just knew the basic thing about it. I remember it when I was a kid. Uh, I've seen all the, the the crackpot videos and stuff from all these people that that were put out, and I thought, man, these people are just pathetic wackos. I mean, they were nuts. The, the leader, especially, he was a, he was an insane nut job. Bruce, have you found something on Heaven's Gate you want to you want to talk on before I get into this? No, no. You, you pretty well covered. Yeah. Okay. So there's a uh, there's a stream there's a show on streaming services from HBO Max called Heaven's Gate: The Cult of Cults. I haven't seen it. So I don't know. I don't I don't watch TV, so I don't watch this stuff. But I find these cultic movements rather interesting, uh, as in what they can actually manipulate people into doing. It's it's mass psychosis, essentially. It's, and I'm not going down some uh, Dr. Robert Malone talking point here, but that's really what it is. You're manipulating people psychologically to get them to conform to what you want. So the similarities that are being made to COVID, to this Heaven's Gate scenario, is shocking. It is absolutely shocking. She says, I'm not talking about the people who are going along with the regulations because they're trying to survive, nor the ones who got the vaccine to keep a job, nor even the ones who don a mask to go grocery shopping. The ones that are much more insidious than that, the branch Covidians, I mean, we kind of joked with that term before, but it seems it's being picked up everywhere else now. You know, Branch Davidians, you know, the, the Waco, Texas thing, you know, the, the David Koresh thing. That was another cult. There's a there's a podcaster that's on one of the bigger networks. He uses uh -huh. that phrase all Branch Covidians. Yeah, OK. Branch Covidians. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, it's a good comparison. It's really a good comparison if you think about it. I mean, it's a good spinoff of it. These are the people for whom it is not enough to conform with every directive, which remember the uh, the woman who's uh, on MSNBC, who's a Fauci groupie. Yeah, that type where she says, I I've, I I'm a Fauci groupie. I do everything. I wear my N95. I buy the KN95s by the caseload. I got them in every pocket. I'm wearing them everywhere except for when I'm sitting down. That's the type. And, and the type that double mask, that type, double mask, double jab, natural immunity, triple jab, boosted and all, all the rest of it. Those types. Now, mind you, this is all of this is with a virus that has a 99% survival rate across all age groups. <laughs> These people demand that everyone else also conform to every dictatorial decree that comes down from on high like a message from God. Don't they? They do. They really do. The second coming of Christ took the form of Anthony Fauci, like we just outlined. It's the same thing. First and foremost, you have to look at who the cult leader is going to be. Fauci. He can do no wrong. They had candles to this guy. They had cakes and and donuts and and, and held uh, whatever. Right? You, hell, you could probably get an Anthony Fauci car if you really wanted one. They stayed inside for an entire year. Yeah, you remember the ones? Oh, I'm not coming out of my house. I'm not coming out of my house. I'm not leaving my home. 
that type. Yeah. They stayed in their house for an entire year, seeing no one but the back of their grocery delivery person. That is true. That is true. They never spent time with family. They didn't go to their nephew's birthday party. As it, Again, remember, they have to tell you where to go, what you can do there, who you can see, and, and everything else. Right? Goes along with the, uh, the cult. They didn't even visit their grandmother unless it was through a window, because you're going to kill grandma. And it's not enough that they did those things. They want you to do them too. And if you don't, you're doomed to hell on this earth. You can't go anywhere. You're persona non grata. You can't go to these places. You can't go to a restaurant. You can't go on vacation. You can't get on an airplane. You can't get on public transport. You can't take an Uber or a taxi. Heaven's Gate's cultists were following their Christ on earth. Do was the guy's name. Do, who said he was the son of God the Father, who was named Ty. Now, okay, we're, we're going to get into this. Bruce, you're the, you're the house theologian, so we're going to talk about this. Ty and Du had a lot of rules for their class members, too. The rules were strikingly similar to what we've gone through since 2020. Heaven's Gate's cult members were told to cut ties with all family, to deny human desires for connection, masks, just saying, intimate behavior and socialization, and to retreat from the world into a closed community. Oh, don't get around those unvaccinated people. You have your own society over here now. There, they would wait for a sign that their savior in the form of space aliens, I'm not joking, that's what the Heaven's Gate cult thing was all about, was coming to get them to do the work in the kingdom of heaven. Do you want to comment on the, the tie and do thing before we go any further? Yeah, I'll, I'll comment and say, uh, when you claim to be the son of God, the father, when you claim to be the son of God, which um, David Koresh in- literally. Which David Koresh, which was the the uh, Branch Davidian leader in Waco, Texas, also believed that he was, in his own words, "I am the Lamb of God." That's what he said. I'm quoting what he said. Yeah, um, there there is only one Son of God. There is only one Lamb of God, and for you to claim to be the one, that makes you a antichrist, not the antichrist, but a antichrist. That's literally the definition of what an antichrist is. So. Uh, I, I would say that would be, they, they were a literal antichrist. No argument. Another interesting part of the philosophy of Heaven's Gate was their idea of what that work in heaven would be. Bruce, can you comment on that? What what is what is our work according to the the uh, the, the 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 scripture? What is our work supposed to entail uh, here on earth or in heaven? Let's start with here on earth, and then we'll move to the uh, the higher up. So here on earth, every Christian is required to spread the gospel. That, that's the first and foremost the mandate. Um, you have secondary mandates for things like charity. You know, love thy neighbor, uh, love thy parents. Yeah. Yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, which those are, those are like behavioral things. But right. those are expected of every Christian. But mm-hmm. the charity and whatnot, the, the, um, depending on how well you do with the uh, furthering the gospel, or, or sharing the gospel also depend, you know, determines your reward in heaven. And then moving forward to what, what is your job in heaven? Um, so specifically, you have to look at the syntax of the question, what is your job in heaven? In heaven, um, you have no specific job in heaven, okay? Uh, on earth, you do. So keep that in mind because uh, there's, there's, a, there's a time when you're in heaven, uh, say you die before the return of Christ, okay? You're going to spend time in heaven. And you have basically you're in paradise, but then at Christ's return, uh, you're given a glorified body again. And after the thousand years, white throne judgment, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. uh, the earth is remade. And then after that, we don't know. We don't know. The Bible says the elements are melted with fervent heat. And then past that, we don't know what's what's. Now, it's it's extremely important that the reason I'm having you explain that it's extremely important because none of this is laid out in the people that claim to be. Uh, the the Lamb of God or the Son of God the Father. They, the people that claim to be these people lay out none of that. So that that's extremely important. That's why I had you say that. Again, they were not really explained what their work in heaven was going to be, but uh, they were pretty much of the opinion that it wasn't going to be any of the following. It wasn't going to be creating families. It wouldn't be about love or relationships, uh, but communal work in the service of one entity. Okay. Um, first of all, uh, the very first commandment that the human race was ever given was be fruitful and multiply. Multiply. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what you guys uh, like. What? Uh, how does the human race multiply? It's really, only that, one that's way. Reproduction. That there's only it's one. Really, way. only one way. That because God spoke that then. 
that does not all of a sudden mean it stops. And that's no that's going to continue when when the white throne after the white throne judgment and and elements are melted with fervent heat and we're uh, you know the garden 2.0. That's going to be the process all over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. That's that's fully intended. Why do you mm-hmm. think the universe is continuing to expand? We're we're meant to continue to expand the universe infinitely. Well, all so. life, all life, whether it's it's humans or, or whatever, but all life reproduces. All life reproduces. It, it, even it even anti life re- reproduces. Like viruses, true. I would consider yeah, a virus not true. alive, but they even reproduce. That's true. That is true. Uh, the ultimate goal for Heaven's Gate was to transcend humanness. Transhuman movements, World Economic Forum. Anybody taking a look at that? Technically, Christianity is transhumanist as well. Well, technically, yeah. Because but let's it, be honest, yeah. the people at, at Davos, Switzerland, they're not following uh, anything like that down there. So they're talking about something right, else. Right. They're looking at the scientific yeah, it, side of things. It, it's a little different in that transhumanists believe that uh, through technology or a whatever, they're yep. going to uh, mm-hmm. overcome the, the human condition. Whereas Christianity, you overcome the the human condition because of something someone else did, right? Because yeah. of what God did, right? Uh, so, but the goal with Heaven's Gate was different, though. The goal of transcending humanness, in their view, was to become alien-like with no human emotions or desires. That's what their take on it was. So, class members would one day even lose the need to speak, communicating only through ESP or telepathy. They believe that the outcome of this would be the next step in the evolution of the human race. Bruce, you're laughing. I'm laughing because uh, when was the old Star Trek? The old, old one? Like the first one? The, the, with Shatner? TOS, yeah. The old the old Star Trek, yeah. Uh, that was, I want to say it was back, was that back in the 60s? Was it 60s or 70s? Yeah, and it this, was, it was in this that movement, time. yeah, 66 was the first episode. 66, this movement okay. was in 74, I think, is when that movement started. Uh-huh. Um, Notice the time gap there. Yeah, yeah. Star yeah. Trek created a race called the Vulcans that are literally what is described there. That's funny. It, it, that's, that's funny. It, anyway, that, that's that's, funny. That's, that's hilarious. They don't communicate telepathy uh, uh, through telepathy, but they have the capacity to mind meld and through mm. uh, telepathy transfer thoughts and that's memories. Funny. That's funny. I never thought about it like that. that's funny. But let's look at it in terms of COVID, shall we? Let, let's look at it like that. The people that are these COVID nut jobs, they want the same thing, don't they? They do. They want a world without emotion or, or any kind of attachment to anything whatsoever. They want people to, to just think the same way and disregard everything else. They want us to stop celebrating holidays. They want us to stop socializing with friends and family. They want us to stop having joyful human relationships and instead opt for digitizing our lives onto machines and serving the government unquestioningly. That's what they want. That is exactly what they want. Now, we'd already been communicating kind of silently anyway through like text messages and emails for quite some time. I mean, that that's just that goes without saying. But COVID and the COVID lockdowns that came along with it, that kind of exacerbated that to an extent to where now some people are finding it difficult to speak to people in public at all. In fact, um, a lot of the younger generations are actually having difficulty because they they missed out on their social of, skills oh, two years now in some, some cases. Yeah. And yeah. and they're at, at important times when you're in school. That's part of your education is learning how to interact in a social environment. Now, they point out here that the main difference between Heaven's Gate and the uh, the COVID cult people, there there's a big difference here. The Heaven's Gate people, they were kind of friendly. The COVID people are not friendly. They are not friendly at all. They're not, oh, have you thought about it? Have you thought about taking the jab? Have you have you considered it? Have you looked at this? Have you have you thought about, you know, what it might mean to you to be able to do all of these things again? I mean, that's kind of what the government does with a smiley face. But that's not what the average person on the street does. They'll spit at you. They'll they'll demean you. They'll call you a, a science denier and, and pretty much every horrible thing you can think of. But the thing is, is that these types of attitudes coming from these types of people, they literally have access to every government institution that will literally destroy your life if you don't join their cult. They'll destroy everything about you if you don't join their cult. You'll be fired. You'll have your business shut down. Your kids can't go to school. You'll not be able to travel. And you can even be put in a COVID camp. Do, do you understand the gravity of the situation here? Do, do, you, do you see this? Do, do you see what this type of conformity has caused? Now, I remember saying well over a year ago on the two podcasts that we did regarding all of these matters, I said, 
What if all of this is an indoctrination process? Has anybody stopped to consider that? Anybody? Is anybody who was, quite frankly, in a state of mass hysteria at the time, has anybody stopped to consider what this is going to do to people? No one paid attention. No one heeded any warnings. I didn't even hear any of the, the mainliners talking too much about that, making comparisons to any type of cultic movements. I didn't hear anything like that. Yeah, I, I still haven't really heard mainliners talking about it being cultic in the, in the depth that we are. Um, mm -hmm. I've heard them mention it in, in passing that this is a cult, but they never break down why it's a cult. This is and, clearly and so at this at this level. And we got more to go. This is and like I said, we're going to run over. But this is clearly, clearly this is a cult. Clearly. Again, I asked the question, has anyone stopped to ask whether or not the entirety of our societies have been initiated into a cult? Has anybody stopped to think about that? Have you have you analyzed that? How is a cult defined? What are the danger signs of falling into a cult and a cultic movement? We went over the 10 points. We meet all of those criteria, even the ones we expanded on. We meet all those criteria. So absolute authoritarian. Let's let's go down this. Let's go down this. Uh, these list of points. Again, this is a different set of criteria that's different from what we went over to start with. I went to the former members of cultic movements that got out. That was their take. This is from uh, another service called Cult Education. You can go over to culteducation.com. You can go to their website and check out the warning signs of what it means to be indoctrinated into a cult. They have a little bit different take on it, but let's look at this. Number one, absolute authoritarianism without meaningful accountability. We cover that, do we not? We, we pretty much cover that. The governors, to whom have any of these governors um, or any of these uh, people that initiate in, in any of these countries, uh, these states of emergencies, because this has been going on for almost three years now, who are these people accountable to? Who is saying anything against this to try and stop it? Anybody that does is is shut up and ostracized and kicked out of the way. They're also demanding that you receive a medical treatment that you don't want or else you'll lose your job and your livelihood. No one. The answer is no one. As in, who's holding these people accountable? No one. It's that simple. Who's the health department accountable to? Well, it's not the voters. These are unelected people. Yet they can keep you locked in your house and restrict you from going to certain places if you simply have a cold, which that's kind of what Omicron is, right? It's literally a cold. I mean, that seems to fit the, uh, yeah. the bill here of absolute authoritarianism without meaningful accountability, doesn't it? Yeah. Number one's covered. Number two. No tolerance for questions or critical inquiry. I don't think we have to go very far on this one. If you question the official narrative of the CDC or the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're banned from all platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, any of the mainstream platforms, you're kicked off of there. Your message is censored and your search results are stifled, even without criticizing the CDC or Dr. Fauci. Robert Malone, Dr. Robert Malone, when he was on Joe Rogan's podcast and he mentioned mass formation psychosis and it started to break the Google search engine because so many millions of people were searching mass formation psychosis, Google had to go in and shut it down to stop what the real meaning of it is that people could see. They had to stop it because, my God, if people figure out that they're being subjected to mass formation psychosis, well, then they're going to want to stop it. Side note that I found really funny because the, where that came out was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. We are so far into this cult that Joe Rogan, who supported Bernie Sanders, a socialist, looks like he's on the right. That is true. Yeah. Bill Maher of all people. We were talking about that before we started. Bill Maher. I never thought in a million years I would ever find myself agreeing with Bill Maher on really anything. And that guy is saying things now that it's like, I, 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 can't, I can't argue with that. I, I really can't argue with that. And Bill Maher, in normal times, under normal circumstances, Bill Maher, from where I am, Bill Maher's on the far left. Now, because of how did you put it? What what window? The Over, Overton window is that what you said? Overton, Overton. The Overton window. window. Yeah. The Overton window has moved so far; it has shifted so much that now Bill Maher is center right. How far have we shifted? We're we're so far into this, as you just said. We're so far into this cult. And again, with this, uh, no tolerance for questions or critical injury. It doesn't matter if you're a Dr. Michael Yaden who was the former VP of Pfizer and their chief scientific officer, you think he might have something credible to say. He took an audience at Westminster. Nah, they didn't care. They, they didn't care. Dr. Robert Malone, the man who invented the mRNA vaccine. Nah, nah, he's a, he's a crazy anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist, who, by the way, he took the mRNA vaccine and he said he's lucky to be alive. 
Dr. Peter McCullough. Why would you listen to him? Why would you listen to him? Never mind the fact that he's been practicing science and treating patients and studying immunology for his entire career. He's got 25 published uh, books and, and hundreds of papers that he's been involved in. He's been consulted directly by governments around the world on how to handle this COVID mess that their, their countries have been dealing with. No, 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 no. Don't pay attention to him. If your conclusions are different than the ruling authority, you're simply gotten out of the way. That's all there is to it. Number three, no meaningful disclosure regarding budget or expenses, such as an independently audited financial statement. You're not going to see anything about um, uh, any of this um, data that's out there, like the uh, uh, the VAR stuff. That's one one to two percent of what we're looking at as far as like adverse reactions and deaths and, and all the rest of it. And on top of that, for example, just uh, the, the Bob Saget death thing, is that logged as a vaccine death? No. No, it's not. How many others no, it, around the it, world? It's literally, I've seen it in the headlines today, the Bob Saget thing. It, it's yeah. literally, they're saying it was uh, COVID complications. Yeah, oh, you're COVID kidding recently. Me. You're kidding. So it was, it was COVID complicated. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. So again, you're not going to see any of that. No meaningful financial disclosure regarding budget or expenses, such as independently audited financial statements. You're not going to hear about any, how, like how much money they've made or uh, anything like that. How many billionaires did the pharma companies make this year alone in the last 12 months? What was it, like 30 of them, 30 new billionaires. The other thing is, is these policymakers, the, the politicians and the how many of them have investments in PPE companies or pharmaceutical companies that are making bank off of this? Oh, yes. Um, we, okay. we, we've talked about Bill Gates and his uh, investments in pharmaceutical companies and, and how much money those have raked in. He's made 20 um, fold this year alone. So, yeah, I mean, you're not going to know the depth of how many politicians invested in this. And, and Pelosi said it's the free market. Uh, they, they should be allowed to do that. Number four, unreasonable fear about the outside world, such as impending catastrophe, evil conspiracies, and persecutions. Remember, it's dangerous out there. Don't go out. Stay in your home. You need to wait for a vaccine. Your fellow citizens out there are, are walking disease factories that can kill you, and it's, it's asymptomatic spread. You're in danger everywhere. It's keeping you in a constant state of fear, of perpetual fear. They use fear to control the movement. Remember that. That's what the cult movement is based on. It's based on fear. It's just as simple as any neurotic system. Every neurotic system is based on fear. That's what it's all about. Number five, there is no legitimate reason to leave. And former followers who leave are always wrong, negative, or even evil. Example, uh, who did you just mention a few minutes ago? Joe Rogan, Bill yeah. Maher. Bill Maher is a right wing extremist now. Dr. Malone's an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what it is. That's what it is. They're, they're evil conspiracy theorists. You can't trust the word they say and, and, and don't listen to them. That, that kind of thing. That's that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's also uh, this, this just dawned on me and I, I can't let it I can't let this one pass. Uh, we were talking about how Fauci uh, in in the the previous paper we or the previous you know the ten we were going through uh, how uh -huh. the elite uh, they're immune to any kind of uh, you know you know side effects of uh, yeah. their failings if you will yeah Cuomo, uh, Cuomo. the the uh, New Jersey uh, Michigan the, the like Phil Murphy the governor's there yeah Phil Murphy and uh, uh, Whitmer Gretchen. Yeah. And Tom Wolf they're, of they're, Pennsylvania, Inslee of Washington, yeah. all these people. Newsom, California. Um, yeah. uh, the the HHS uh, secretary, was it uh, Rochelle? Is it? No, C she's no. CDC. Walensky. Yeah, Walensky is CDC. Who, who's the, who's the, um, the dude? Uh, the, the HHS guy that said that we're all yeah, uh, more attractive lady. if we're vaccinated. I, oh, oh, that. Yeah. Um, um, no, yeah. that's, um, no, that's the, um, oh, man, uh, Levine. That's that's who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, yeah. That's the is that HHS? No, it's it, is it HHS or is it? Yeah, I think I'm it's just a health. HHS, I think it's just I think it's just health secretary or something. I think it's just health secretary. Or, yeah, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it's whatever, a cabinet whatever position, position. Whatever it is. Yeah, they were they were governor or something, but or, or no, they were health secretary or something like that in Pennsylvania before. In Pennsylvania, the yeah. Now they yeah they got a, yeah. a job with the Biden administration now. Right, and then they. During that time, they pulled their own mother out of the elderly home and imp implemented the same policies that killed off uh, a bunch of other elderly people. And none of them have been hung over this. I don't, I don't mean literally. I mean hung as in the sense, figuratively speaking, mm -hmm. you know, prison time. Yeah. Number six. 
former members often relate the same stories of abuse and reflect on a similar pattern of grievances. Now, here's the question. This is the question. Has anyone gotten out successfully, as in walked away from the movement, gotten out successfully and turned against them and not been ostracized? No. I I was going to say, I'll wait. I'll wait. (laughs) I'll wait. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Number seven, there are records, books, news articles, or television programs that document the abuses of the group or leader. We've we have how many podcasts now that document it? How many uh-huh. just from us alone, let alone uh Robert Kennedy's the, book, the, the, the real Dr. Fauci. The slews of emails that we see, the Oh yeah. Um the 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 paperwork that shows that Man, I got the, books the right here. I vaccines. got I've got biowarfare and terrorism. I've got uh, COVID-19 lockdowns and the hell that it's caused. I mean, I, I got stacks of books here. You've got other uh, other publishers that put I got Stop Mass Hysteria by Michael Savage. I mean, I uh, you, you've got books that uh, help that I've got books laying around here that I haven't even gotten to yet that document all this crap uh, that's going on before it got to this point. And of course, you got the, what was it, like the the 12,000 Fauci emails or whatever it was over the course of several years. So, I mean, it's all there. It's all there. Books, news yeah. articles, and everything else, podcasts, you you name it. Yeah, it's it's all there. The document, the uh, the abuses of the group or the leader. Number TV eight. shows, all kinds of stuff. It's all, yeah, it's TV all there. Yeah, TV shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Number eight. No, you're good. Followers feel they can never be good enough. Remember? You're never good enough. Now it's three jabs. Next, it'll be four. You're never good enough. Yeah, you got to keep doing more. The people that double mask, triple mask, four masks. What was it? Four masks last year. I wear two masks. I got my kid three boosters and I posted them crying on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Well, I got four shots and I wear three masks and I have my and I have to cut my unvaccinated family out of my life. That's the kind of stuff that you're talking about. Do you remember, Bruce, we showed the uh, the photo of these these whack jobs on these airplanes and they've got three masks on and they've got uh, they've got they're holding their vaccine card up. And hell, we saw today some joker actually got a custom pair of shoes with his vaccine card on the side of them. You're never good enough as a follower. You're never good enough. People are getting their vaccine cards tattooed on their arms. They're getting their uh, the batch numbers and things from the, the vaccine vial they got. They're getting that tattooed in a QR code on their arms. It's sick. It's sick. This stuff. The stupid TikTok videos. I mean, you, you name it uh, of all this, this lunacy and this insanity. Number nine. The group leader, again, we covered this before, the group leader is always right. So even when Fauci's wrong, he's right. So everybody you know, should take, take note of that. He said, don't wear a mask in the beginning. Remember that? Right now in the United States, people shouldn't be walking around wearing masks. There, there's no need for people to wear masks. Oh my God, you need four of them. No, there's not any, re- there's not any need to, to worry about anything involving the United States. No, no, you don't need to worry about that. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. The flip-flopping. It doesn't matter. He's never wrong. He's never wrong. Masks are political theater. They've always been political theater. I got 400 studies I can smack any dumbass upside the head with that show that these things are ineffective. Any public health official that can hear the sound of my voice, come at me. I dare you. Come at me. Any politician, any pathetic politician that's out there that thinks otherwise, come at me and be ready to throw down. First Fauci said, wear one mask, then two. Then vaccines were 90% effective, then 80, then 70. Now they say they don't reduce transmission, and somehow, well, they're all still right. The uh, the Pfizer uh, CEO said, oh, no, 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 the, the first two, that's that those don't work. Uh, but, but the booster, that shows that it's safe and effective and, and has high levels of protection. And uh, we've got a new one that's coming out in March that's, uh, th- that's, that's going to be uh, even better. So just be ready for that. And remember... His face was everywhere. He was GQ magazine or whatever the hell magazine, whatever it was, men's health or something. I don't know. It was, it was disgusting. He was sitting out there next to his pool with his sunglasses and his Gucci shoes, the sexiest man alive. His, his face was on donuts in the United States. Go get a shot. Get a free Krispy Kreme donut with a picture of Anthony Fauci on it in pure sugar because you're too unhealthy to live a healthy lifestyle to not need a shot in the first place. And Fauci's still right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Number 10. The group leader is the exclusive means of knowing the truth or receiving validation, and no other process of discovery is acceptable or credible. I will reiterate what I just previously said. So, yeah. Another thing that they point out here, you know, the creepy songs that people were singing, you know, like the kid that was up there singing, Dr. Fauci, give us vaccines, that, that kind of stuff. That, I mean, that's just weird. That that is just that is just sick and weird. But anyway, so again, are we are we experiencing a, a, a cult? Are 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 you are you seeing that now? 
Are, are you seeing that? Do we recognize that we're in this predicament at this point? Now, if you have people that are around you that are in this mentality, I don't have an answer for you. I really don't have an answer for you. Hell, I don't have answers for people that are in the medical industry now. I don't have answers to help them because they're telling me I, I had some I had some come to me last year. And now, mind you, these are licensed people that practice medicine in the United States. Th these these are people with medical degrees. They see patients. They are supposed to be the ones that are advising people like us. We're supposed to confide in them for the correct thing to do about maintaining our health. They're asking me a year ago. Um, which one do you think is the, um, the the best vaccine to take out of all of them, if you had to pick one? And and I just, I kind of sat there for a second and I scratched my head and I, I'm like, you can't be serious. You really can't be serious. This is a medical professional. This is somebody that has a medical license. My God, I still can't believe it. And so I said, none of them, absolutely none of them. None of them are approved. Stay away from them. After that statement, I left that decision up to that adult who is practicing medicine and sees patients, I left that decision up to them. And I didn't talk anymore about it. I left it alone. That was last year. The same person who is now sick with COVID messages me a few days ago and says, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm down with COVID right now. And I, my first question was, have you been around people that have been vaccinated? I mean, that, that was that was my first question, because we, we talked about, you know, shedding and the booster things are rolling out. So, I mean, you're around people, you're seeing patients and everything. And with this attitude that we're talking about here today of these people, it wouldn't surprise me if the boosters, because it's just more of the same. It's not even a booster. It causes viral shedding. Did you catch it from somebody? Because we know the variants are coming from vaccinated people. So I asked the person, have you been around a vaccinated person? And they said, well, no, not that I'm aware of. And I said, okay, well, then I'm not quite sure I know what to tell you. Have you been keeping up on like your vitamins and, you know, stuff like that? You've been keeping up on your supplements and everything? Well, no, I've been vaccinated. So, okay, let, let me understand. You completely disregarded everything that I told you a year ago. And they said, well, I got the J&J &J one and I, I don't understand. That was supposed to be the best one. I, I, don't, I don't understand. Again, this is a person with a medical license. This is a person who consults patients on a daily basis. I don't have any answers. I, I really don't have any answers. The last thing that I spoke to that person, I said, listen to me very carefully, because the reason they took it, they didn't want to lose their job. And I said, listen to me very carefully. I said, I'm going to say this one time. I'm going to say it very clearly. Mind you, this is a, these people should know this. They should be telling us this, not the other way around. I know people that have spent their lives in healthcare, and I tell them things that they should be telling me. I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. But I'm getting off topic here. I said, to the person, I said, listen to me very carefully. I said, I would advise very heavily, and I said it in this manner, I would advise very heavily to stay away from any further requirements that your company tells you. I would advise very heavily against that. And the answer I got was, oh, and that was it. I, I don't know what else I can say. I, I don't know. How do you convince someone? And Bruce, you asked this question last year. How do you convince someone to get out of a cult. It's easy enough, obviously, from everything that we've discussed, it's easy enough to get people into it. How do you get them out? How do you reach them? With Besmanov, when Yuri Besmanov said a demoralized person will not see any information, even if you give them 100% undeniable, unequivocal proof of what is happening right in front of them, they will not believe it. How do you reach them? Because the track we're on, ladies and gentlemen, the track we're on, we're headed to track suits and punch bowls here. We're going to the Kool-Aid. That's the track we're on. Now, I don't know how long it's going to take between where we are currently and that point, but I do know this. I do know this just from understanding history and looking at, at, at other uh, cultic movements. They all end the same way. They all end the same way. It always ends with the degeneration of the ruling class of that cultic movement. They spin out of control. They start losing members. And you notice they're losing members now that the booster's here. And they're going to lose members when they roll out the next one for Omicron, you know, the fourth one. They're going to lose more members. And as that happens, you can bet that they're going to become more and more nefarious and evil and twisted and out of control and more unhinged than what they are now. As cults always do. It, it, it's going to be... I'm concerned because we're closing in on the uh, we're, we're we're closing in on the punch on the yeah. Kool Aid. Yeah, 
uh, that that's the next bit. each day. This continues. It gets closer and closer. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious what what <laughs> look we've talked about it with the vaccines and how you continue to jab and continue to jab and continue to jab. You will get the results of the Kool Aid. You will get those results. It, it, it's only a matter of time. And if you ramp it up and keep it going uh, even faster. Uh, the people that may be resilient to this, you know, may overcome it and and be somewhat resistant to the uh, spike protein uh, situation. They'll be so inundated with it that it will be fatal. I mean, it's it's um, a having it explained and understanding how the mechanics of it work now. Uh, and on top of the fact, just just looking at it this way, let's assume that everybody stops taking the vaccine at this point. People that are vaccinated when they're exposed to the virus. They can hold two to three times more viral load than someone that isn't vaccinated. In other words, you're a carrier and you you're spreading the virus at this point. So the vaccine, the way the delivery system works with the spike proteins, it goes straight to the heart. It goes straight to the reproductive tract. I mean, the, the, those those uh, tissues consume the uh, the outer layer of, of the vaccine. Uh, of the molecules. So they, they, they go there first. The vaccines are in such, like, it goes into the heart at such high load that it can cause my, uh, myocarditis. Extreme cases of it to where you're going to deal with it for the rest of your life kind of cases. You continue doing the jabs over and over and over and keep and, and shortening the span between them. Those chances are going to skyrocket immensely. And then on top of that, if you've already been infected with COVID, as we've learned, uh, it's even worse. You're you're more likely uh, to have side effects. So yeah, we're we're on the road to the punch to the Kool Aid. All right, today's not going to be any kind of a fancy exits or anything like that. We're going to uh, we're going to keep this as one of our specials, and we're going to re-air this because all the information we covered here today is very important. We do thank you for spending the extra time with us today, and we hope that you find this information just as valuable as we did by putting it together and passing it on to a friend or family member that you're trying to reach. So thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. Everyone have a fantastic evening.